you decide to market your brand is how you show up in the world. Just Marketing is committed to making a difference through being and building ethical, anti-racist, and equitable businesses. If we haven't met yet, my name is Meg Brunson, my pronouns are she, her, and Just Marketing combines my mission to build a more accessible and inclusive world with my expertise in the digital marketing space. Let's do this. So you've got your feet wet in the Just Marketing pool, and now you want to learn to swim in the deep end without drowning. I've got you. First, much like swimming, you do not learn how to practice Just Marketing overnight. You have to learn the right practices. You have to try them out and be okay with making mistakes along the way. Swimming in the deep end of Just Marketing involves awareness, understanding, and intentional practice. Here, I've outlined three steps that you can take to help get you started. Little by little, you'll get the hang of it and maybe help other people get started on their journey as well. First step, we need to understand our biases. It's a fact that everyone has internal biases. These are attitudes that we pick up either by nature or by nurture. While they're mostly in our subconscious, they directly affect everything from our thoughts to our decisions and how we interact with other people. So here's a true story for you. I was working remotely from a Starbucks one day in an unfamiliar neighborhood. It was 2.30 in the afternoon, and a group of teens walked into the store. There were six of them. Two girls, four guys. They were talking loudly. They were joking with each other, laughing, having a good time. I immediately moved my purse from the place it was behind my laptop on the table to the space that was between me and the wall. Why? Did I really think they were there to steal my purse? Was I really worried about my purse being stolen at all while I was at the Starbucks? Clearly, I wasn't. I wasn't alone in the store before they came in. Their presence just triggered that reaction in me. And as I reflected on what I had done, I realized the bias that had surfaced, and I instantly felt guilty inside for what I had done. These were just kids having a good time. Nothing more. They pose no threat to me at all. The first just marketing practice is that we have to understand that we may have biases towards marginalized people. If we can understand our biases, then we've taken the first step. The next step will be to be intentional about reframing that bias in your brain. This way, you can learn how to manage those biases as you are creating and promoting your content as well as just living your life, right? So the second step we want to take once we have identified our biases is we need to figure out who we are actually reaching right now with our business. So take a look at your clients. Take a look at the collaborative partners that you have. If you are a podcaster, look at your lineup of past podcast guests and think about what they have in common. Do they look too much alike? If so, that's an indicator that you may have some work to do. And when I say lookalike, remember, not all diversity characteristics are visible. We are not just talking about race and gender and age diversity here. We're also want to make, we also want to make sure that we are representing the LGBTQIA plus community. We want to make sure there's religious diversity, people from different states, people from different countries, right? People from different backgrounds. You need to figure out if your current marketing 
strategies and plans are working to attract a diverse audience. And if they're not, then you need to rework that marketing plan. If you've got a primarily white audience, then adding some stock photos with Black, Indigenous, or other people of color is an okay start, but it can't be the only thing that you're doing in your business. You also have to ensure that your language is inclusive, that your actions are inclusive. You need to be sure that you're not making assumptions about the audience's background, education, and socioeconomic status, which often ties back into racial and cultural diversity. So I mentioned diverse stock photos, right? What else can we do when it comes to um, increasing and diversifying our audience reach? Using those stock photos is a great start, right? We want to make sure that we're not only using white bodies in our, our marketing and our websites. We can also use gender-neutral pronouns and language so that all genders are feel welcome and included in our content. We also want to seek out experts on different subjects, interact with their content, share that with your audience as a way as, of, of amplifying diverse voices. Of course, you want to make sure they're still in alignment with your core values, but find other people, other diverse voices, diverse from you, diverse from your audience, and amplify those voices. That will help you begin to expand your network in a way that is authentic. If you're posting job opportunities in your business, you want to include a statement encouraging women and BIPOC people, and when I say BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, and people of color, to apply. Research shows that women and BIPOC people are less likely to apply than men, even if they are equally qualified. So make sure that you make a statement that you are specifically looking for and encouraging women and BIPOC people to apply. When you are showing um, different perspectives on topics as a podcast guest, as a blogger, make sure you're showing multiple perspectives on a range of topics from a diverse group of people. If you have a podcast, allow guest posting or host a summit or event that has multiple speakers. Ensure that you're reaching out to diverse voices. And if you're reaching out to diverse voices and you're not getting responses, that likely means that you need to do some, some more work in advance of that outreach to get yourself on their radar. Like I mentioned before, liking, commenting, reacting to their content, following their social media platforms, getting to know them as people, right? We want to make sure that we're not just checking off a box or tokenizing people, that we're actually taking the time to get to know them, to appreciate their expertise and inviting them in an authentic way. But this is a big butt here, right? Big butts. Be careful not to take it too far. All right. There is a line that you don't want to cross and you don't want to fall into the realm of cultural appropriation where in an effort to make your brand seem diverse, you're actually going too far, appropriating the culture and offending the culture you're trying to attract. One way that we see this is in the use of African-American vernacular English. I might be pronouncing that wrong. I do have an issue sometimes pronouncing big words but I hope I got it close enough, right? Also abbreviated as A-A-V-E. It's also known as Black English. Um, you should not be using A-A-V-E for any written or spoken marketing materials if you are not Black, okay? As a general rule of thumb, if it's not something you say normally, you're not going to say it in your marketing messages. You want to be yourself. Let your content reflect a sincere commitment to diversity but in a way that's organic for your brand 
natural for your brand and for your audience. All right. So make sure we are representing that we are open to those cultures, but not trying to be those cultures if we are not. Number three, we need to allow for vulnerability. So at the beginning of this episode, I told you that shifting to adjust marketing practice takes work. It requires you to put yourself out there knowing that you're not always going to get it right. You're going to mess up sometimes. Everyone does. I still do. And it's okay. You have to be willing to do it anyway. And when you mess up, you have to be willing to listen. It's hard. We want to get defensive, right? But you can't get defensive. You just have to get better at listening. Then you can learn from the mistake, learn from that feedback that you listened to. And going forward, you'll be able to do better and better and better. You get the point. I encourage you to also talk about those lessons, which is something I promised to do with you. That way we can all learn from each other's mistakes, even when it feels embarrassing to admit those mistakes. Now, I want to share a little case study. This is a practical demonstration of just marketing. Um, another true story from yours truly. Back in 2020, I hosted a five-day virtual summit. I had five to six speakers each day. I had white speakers, black speakers, and Latina speakers in the lineup. I created graphics for each speaker, graphics with the entire lineup, and graphics featuring the daily lineups. Day one had six white or white-passing Latina people. A Black speaker shared the post with her audience, and it was met with a lot of justified anger because I had chosen not to feature any Black speakers on the graphic. I could have easily gotten defensive about the reaction, but instead, I took an opportunity to listen to the feedback. I thought about how I could ensure that I didn't create imagery that felt exclusionary in the future. Transparency here. My feelings were hurt. Um, I do try to be inclusive and accessible at all times. And I was sad, right, that I had made a mistake. Um, but I got through my feelings in private. I calmed myself down. I did respond to the post. I apologized for the oversight. I acknowledged my intent to feature the day's speakers and that I had not anticipated the impact it would have. Was my response perfect? Nah, I'm willing to bet it wasn't, but I tried. And moving forward, I stuck to speaker-specific graphics or full group graphics only. I really don't need those daily images with smaller groups, especially because diversity, for me, I've noticed that diversity can be harder to ensure and capture in a smaller group than it is in a larger group. Voila, just marketing. Sharing these experiences lets other people see that it's okay to mess up as long as we also learn from the experience and strive to do better next time. The easy thing is to keep doing business as usual. But if we want to change the world, we need to shake things up because the status quo is not equitable. We need to shift to adjust marketing practice, especially when it's hard. Okay, y'all. I know this podcast is full of recommendations for ensuring your marketing is just. And trying to remember all the things can be overwhelming. Luckily, you don't have to rely on memory alone. Before you post your next piece of content, be sure to download the Just Marketing Checklist so that you can ensure that everything is as accessible and inclusive as possible. 
you can download that resource at justmarketingchecklist.com. You may already know, but we've made Just Marketing accessible to you, however you prefer to consume your content. You can subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast player, subscribe on our YouTube channel to watch the videos, or read the transcriptions on the blog and subscribe there as well. I would appreciate honest reviews wherever you are consuming this content. And of course, if you would share this resource with anyone who is or should be on a just marketing journey. Thank you so, so much for being with us again today. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.